This is Francis without Wally, but he is going to be on this. I just wanted to record a short thing to explain what happened. We have gone a few weeks without an episode. Thanks for listening still. Uh, What happened is we recorded part of an episode and then, you know what, I'll just get to it. So this is two parts. Uh, We recorded the first part about a month ago and then the second part last week. Hope you enjoy it. Sun's up! What's up, everyone, to another episode of Active Recall. I am your co-host, Walter, with... Francis. <laughs> this is episode 23. To everyone, the listeners out there, the newcomers, everyone, welcome and thank you. Thank you for taking the time to check us out here on Active Recall. You know, while you're driving to work, walking your dog, cooking... Catching on, a plane, <laughs> working on a plane, out. <laughs> on a plane. <laughs> Thank you for putting us in your lives. We sincerely appreciate it. If you haven't already, please subscribe to us on iTunes or any other podcast place. Tell a friend, leave a review. We love anything and everything you guys send our way. You could also find our website at activerecall.co and on Twitter at activerecall. Uh, but enough of that. Sess, have you been, dude? Pretty good. Um, yeah, thanks everyone for listening, and thank you to the people that don't listen. You motivate <laughs> us. You make us. You make, you make us hateful. <laughs> Spiteful. <laughs> that drives us. Yeah. And we're learning to harness that negative energy. Uh, I've been good. I'm in California right now, so this is a very West Coast episode. Um, you must be we can so play, tired. We can play the um, like the surf music. The when you learn, it was like the the third song in um, the my How to Learn Guitar book. Uh, but yeah, been good. Um, fly back tomorrow. Back to New York. Been doing keeping up with the kettlebell workouts. Nice um, man. I picked up a kettlebell here at Walmart and then put it in my backpack and walked it uh, back to the hotel. Whoa, my bad. Uh, I, I'm never going to do that again. I think you're not. I think it's like I, I really would have been better off just carrying it like a far, like half of a farmer's walk. Oh. It, yeah, it was just um, like walking back unbalanced and it was kind of like moving around in the backpack. Oh, that must be like back crazy, dude. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, you could have just done it, like, briefcase style, right? Just holding it on the side, but then... Yeah, I don't know why I thought I shouldn't <laughs> do that. Um, you just look like a fool, I guess, with a, a kettlebell walking around town. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how no have you been? Dude, I've been well. Just got done doing a wedding over the weekend. Um, bad news bears, I lost my chargers. Like, both of them. So I called the wedding venue, they didn't have it. Called the bride, she didn't have it. I was sad at first, but then I was like, wait a second, <laughs> I could just buy the chargers at an electronics store right now. <laughs> so it wasn't that big of a deal. Um, uh, I did, I was, the the bride was, was saying that um, probably the photographers got it. I was like, what? That's impossible. Because they, they had like gangster cameras, but you know, I don't know. No worries. Um, other than that, I've been working on my uh, photography, uh, photography, my videography on that. I actually got a job to do today. So that's going to be cool. I can't really say a lot of stuff. There's a lot of disclaimer on it. But yeah, uh, but yeah there's a, um, I'm going to be doing a lot of work today. Uh, can't wait. But um, other than that, you know, just work. Setting up my uh, resumes, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, that's it, man. Just uh, hanging out, having fun here in California. Dude, so uh, when are you flying back to New York? Uh, tomorrow, yeah. So okay. out in California for our West Coast episode. Sounds like you lost your Chargers, but the Chargers won. <laughs> How about that for a California-themed <laughs> intro? So stupid. All right, success. <laughs> what are we talking about today, dude? I'll, I'll just read through what I wrote. All right, let's get it on another <laughs> episode of Active Recall. We did an experiment last week where each of us was going to do a solo podcast, and we were going to combine it, and then we both didn't do it, and <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're back. <laughs> so we're back to back. Fingers pointed up, and we're ready to go. Um, at Active Recall, we read them all. And what we read this week was The Power of Moments by Chip and Dan Heath. So, uh, <laughs> first plug, check out our earlier episode on the first book, Made to Stick. So that's by them also. And that is also about, like, that's about storytelling and, like, the bigger picture of storytelling and what, what makes a good story. And this book, The Power of Moments, is kind of going in. Um, I like to think of it more like, instead of thinking of, the chapters and like the full book like made to stick it would be and the book is your life um in this case it's like one page of it uh the moments that we have in life and how you can use your understanding of how powerful those can be for business or for your life or for other <laughs> those are the only things um, no, but uh anything that has like a moment uh so the topics we're going to cover uh they talk about like the first day of work, that's always um, like a moment in your life. And then moments of, I think they call it crystallized despair. And this is when uh, you decide to make a life, make a change uh, to improve your life because things are uh, g going downhill. And mm -hmm. it, this is like sometimes what kicks off like a montage of <laughs> things you do to improve your life. <laughs> then... Um, on the business end, there's things like great customer service moments, and we'll, we could discuss how we can make moments on this show. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we'll just be talking about our favorite parts from the book and our favorite takeaways from the book. You got it. Success. Just had a question for you, so. Yeah. Do you remember your first day at work? Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> But my first job was at Subway as a sandwich <laughs> artist. And I actually, <laughs> uh, now that you mention it, yeah, like, because I read this book and I was thinking about all my, like, jobs after college. Yeah, yeah. And, too, you know, you, you show up and then uh, the book points out that I listened to this uh, Script Notes podcast about, like, they look at movie montages of um, different first day at the job things or right. first day at the job scenes and a lot of them are like chaotic like everyone's speaking to you blah 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 but um like my first job out of college you kind of just arrive and <laughs> you have your you have to set your computer up um it's definitely like not chaos but yeah thinking back to like my very first day at work at subway yeah. i remember it being very cold uh, very dark. Um, my manager showed me like the free, the free, the walk-in freezer, the walk-in refrigerator, 
and then everything just <laughs> I guess that's just like the the feeling that I remember was it was very cold and I, it was very early so. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it, the store didn't open for like I think it was two hours or it was like an hour of prep before any customers came in so just uh yeah they're not chaotic just cold yeah um, what about you um okay so <laughs> I'm gonna say the first day of work was probably the most exciting day to start my job so it was like the most recent job it went something like this i went to the warehouse and shook hands with the manager he gave me a strong handshake and said welcome to the team <laughs> showed me around the place and also the people that were working there met a few people some were pretty outgoing <laughs> others not so much you know in um you know carver there's that small drama theater that's like in the corner um next to a church yeah, it has like the smiling face and the sad face emblem on the top of the building. Right, that's, like the, that's, the mask. Yeah, that's what sparked my memory was seeing a happy person and a sad person next to each other. <laughs> 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 so, anyways, at work, um, they gave me this rundown on how everything operated. I'm talking about everything: tools. They gave me tools, the equipment, work phone, work clothes. Everything was given to me. It was like organized chaos. It was like receiving presents on my birthday. It was this very special moment for me because during this time I, I was having difficulty finding a job. And going into this job was a big sigh of relief. There was like excitement in the air. It was happy. I even took a picture, a selfie picture of myself with all my stuff. <laughs> That's, that was like a good, happy feeling. That was, uh, I, I still remember it. That's the thing. It was just this moment. I was in my car and I was so excited. But, um, yeah, that was my first day. So, the thing is, this was a powerful moment for both of us. <laughs> both negative, because it was cold, and both positive, with with that being that it was my first day at work. Um, in the book, they talked about uh, a, cut, a, a worker that was at a John Deere company, and had a cubicle, and they had a present for him. They had, like, welcome to the team. They had, like, a... A five-minute video for him on his computer and uh, explained everything. They even had a a plaque or something of the John Deere machine, <laughs> like a miniaturized version of it. And they, yeah, they actually gave that to him. So it was like a very heartwarming welcome to the team kind of uh, moment for this guy. So that was really, that was something that made person's first day at work so, so much more memorable than <laughs> than yours where it was dark and cold and early <laughs> it must have been so sad <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah there was, yeah, there was so, no plaque yeah <laughs> did you have like an apron that had your name on it dude uh not my name i did have an apron uh, oh okay, okay. yeah and <laughs> uniform for sure, for sure. Yeah. So, I remember yeah. I was pretty pumped though when I first yeah. put the uniform on, like at home. If you know, just like look in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a so, I'm a sandwich artist. <laughs> yeah, and I, I was pretty terrible. And shout out to one of our uh, biggest supporters of the podcast for helping me get that job. And um, yeah, and the, they do talk about the John Deere thing, and also that. You can design it, but um, I, I guess like the other side of that is you need some buy-in from people to like implement it, and it has to be like part of the system. Um, 
the kind of irony is that they designed this really cool onboarding thing for new employees, and then right. um, later on they found out no one was actually doing it because it, no one was assigned to do it. So it does take effort <laughs> to like you can design the moment, but you still have to like execute it. So yep, yep, exactly. So that's yeah, exactly, dude. So um, these moments that we get, they're all giving some sort of memorable feedback. That's what moments are. These are powerful. They make you a better person maybe. They make you um they make things happier. Like going through this book, there was things that people do out of their way, out of the norm to make something memorable. Like there was something that made me really happy was this. I guess it went viral. I wasn't I'm not too sure. But this boy forgot his giraffe toy, his plush toy at a hotel. And the dad was like, uh, you know, he was trying to comfort his son saying, hey, don't worry, your your toy is actually having an extra long vacation. We had just we just had to go back um, in time. The dad called the hotel. The hotel answered saying, OK, no worries. We'll find it a few days later. They found it. And instead of just sending it back in a box, the dad said, hey, is there any possibility that you could just take a couple pictures of the giraffe at the hotel? Just to show that my, uh, just to show that that toy was having vacation, and for some reason, the hotel, one of the hotel co- uh, workers, just started taking massive pictures, where the uh, giraffe was on a massage thing with was it cucumbers or was it yeah, it was cucumbers on its eyes um, next to the poolside, uh, in the hotel room. There was taking massive pictures. It was it was ridiculous, but they sent the pictures. And, you know, of course, they send the toy back. Uh, and it gave a powerful moment for that guy and his kid, both of them having pictures and getting customer service, which brings me back. <laughs> so, um, oh, I missed the topic. That's my bad. Uh, it's fine. Before we go on to the those great service with customer no, service. We, we could go on well, with we that. Could... Okay, okay. So, Yo, I mean, do you remember you, you any... Like... Three minute sorry, intro. Sorry. What's up? <laughs> you did the intro, so yeah. Gotta, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no worries. So, what was something that had a great customer service moment with you, Seth? Well, when you're telling that story about like um, the giraffe thing, it did. It reminded me of, and this isn't a customer service moment or like a business moment at all. It was just something I heard uh, on Bill Simmons' podcast that was similar, where he his son lost his tooth. Uh, while he was in like the water, I think at the beach, couldn't find it. It was crying, so they had him write a letter and th- like put it in a bottle and throw it in the ocean. And then some woman found the bottle, and in the bottle was like the phone number. And um, so she got the she called and got the address. And then uh, that woman collected all of her. That sounds scary, like collected teeth. But no, that that woman had a bunch of kids, and she's collected their teeth when they lost it, and like and keeps them in jars or whatever. (laughs) And so she put uh, one tooth in an envelope and mailed it back so that she could say she found his tooth because he wanted to um, get his tooth fairy money. So, uh, (laughs) so yeah, just created like a nice moment for him and his son uh, to receive like a letter with. his son's, you know, quote unquote tooth in it, and his son was super delighted by that. And it just goes to show, like, you can um, have these moments 
uh, in customer service and not in customer service. Um, or like it, it doesn't have exactly. to be business. You can you can create moments um, outside of business. So yeah, do, uh, do you remember that acronym that that guy was using? Uh, it was like it, it was engagement or something like that. It it was there's so much there's like four of them, four things. Yeah, so it, it's like it's, pride. They say they have this whole footnote that it shouldn't be epic, but it is epic. That's and then what they, it was. they rearranged it. Uh, they want to sort of like make note that it doesn't have to be gigantic moments. Like it can be smaller. Like you don't have to, you know, have, um, yeah, like some announcement at at, at a stadium to for it to be a moment. Like it's it's a small things that happen in our week to week and day to day. So it's elevation, pride, insight, and connection, and. We can continue on that, but I think we got to cut it short for right now, and yeah. we'll continue tomorrow. Oh, for sure. Dude. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so we're going to just do a two-parter. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I guess uh, I'll see you tomorrow, Seth. <laughs> yeah. I'll see you in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll be right back. <laughs> Three weeks later. We picked this back up. I am your co-host, Walter, with... Francis. <laughs> this is episode 23.5. To everyone checking us out, thank you. Guys, just want to say thank you for checking us out. I oh, hold looking... on, hold on. I, w- oh. We already did the intro. Sorry, I, I'm just going to tack it on to the other episode that I didn't finish uploading. So <laughs> let's try this. Uh, you got and it. And we're back. <laughs> and back alright Sus. so do you remember what we were going over um, on the last episode yeah here's what I remember <laughs> we tried this experiment where we were gonna do it uh, asynchronously so we would record it ourselves and then we didn't record it ourselves so we lost a week there <laughs> then we, we showed some grit uh, I was traveling we started recording then we ran out of time and we said we're gonna we're gonna pick this back up, finish the second half of the episode. Right, right. And now it's I think three weeks later. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe two weeks later. I think it's two weeks later. I think it's two um, weeks. So yeah, we're, we're back. We were talking about um, the power of moments by Chip and yep. Dan Heath. Yep. Dude, well, it's been two weeks. How have you been, man? Pretty good. Uh, some changes <laughs> going on. Oh, I've been doing the kettlebell stuff. I met with a trainer that does like specializes in kettlebells. I think he has a strong first certification. So uh, it was good. Um, fixed fixed some of the form on my swing. Turkish get ups. I also looked at the uh, like standard things that you're supposed to be swinging kettlebells that you're supposed to be swinging, and um, I I thought the one I had at home was heavy enough. But I guess yeah. it's, like, one below. It's supposed to be, like, 20 kilograms for, like, standard swings kilograms. For, for, for my uh, future weight. So it's... It, you I know, was like, dang. Yeah, so, you know, there's, like... It's uh, really heavy. <laughs> the different, like, weight limit. So it goes up to, like, 150 pounds, and you can use 20 kilograms. And then above that's, like, 24 kilograms. Anyway, so... I, my, my goal is to train with the 20 kilogram one which i don't have so uh-huh. i'm gonna have to go to the gym for that 
and okay. try to get under 150. We'll see. Oh, um, good luck, dude. Thank you. And I was I told you I was at a career high after I got back from Seattle like a month ago. So, yeah, yeah you know, fully bloated, fully loaded, ready to go. <laughs> um, that was like uh, 170. I'm down. I lost like eight pounds. You know, a lot of it's water, but it can't all be water, right? Well, it could all be water, which would be uh, discouraging, but... I'm down, so... Uh, there's got to be some... You know? gotta, yeah, it's still good. That's uh, great, man. Approaching the 150s, the high 150s, but not not yet. Not yet yeah. there. Uh, how have you been? Good, dude. Busy. Um, the same same thing. Uh, the reason why we cut out early on the last episode is because I had a sudden filming job, like a shoot, like a run-and-gun kind of deal. I, I shot with a company, and for that, they gave me a protective film on my car. And because of the protective film on my car, I was able to do another footage or like another film of my car going off-roading. So I was off-roading last week. It was actually really fun. Um, I'm probably going to be learning how to drift pretty soon. So initial D, uh, this is my my dream is to to start drifting. Um, The other thing was I went to Escape, which is this EDM concert. Wait, what's drifting? Over... I'm just kidding. Uh, drift- anyway, yeah, keep, keep going. <laughs> uh, man, let's see. We did that. Yeah. Been at work. Yeah. Wait, how um, was the EDM concert? Dude, it was a rager, man. It it was definitely oh, it was definitely a banger. One of the first raves, best raves ever. Um, I know. I I get these withdrawals that I want to go back because it's just so fun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the fun withdrawals. You know, the fun. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh man yeah yeah so that's it you know i've just been doing like um just doing that and then um been helping a buddy of mine with an, a youtube video nice. so yeah so it's starting to i i didn't realize it but i have all the equipment for to start my own video log <laughs> yeah and i'm i'm actually planning to do that like at least once a week or something um if, yeah, uh, as only if if my my business slows down because right, right now it's kind of it's kind of ramped up and uh, I mean I gotta, a good problem to have. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to I don't want to have like a backlog with all like the wedding videos that I I got up. So yeah, I got that. And then tonight, uh, you know, I didn't we didn't get this recorded, but I asked Sass if he played any video games lately, and he said. <laughs> You said Counter Strike last weekend, so yeah. But I mean, before that, it was like months, maybe a year. Since yeah, I really like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I haven't really got into it except for maybe a phone game, but um, it, it's not a video game. But tonight, I think we're gonna be playing D and D, dude. <laughs> nice. <laughs> D- yeah, Dungeons and Dragons. You've Can't been wait. doing it, right? Oh. Huh. Um. Actually, I made my character already backstory, but um, I've been listening to other podcasts that yeah. have. So I'm trying to figure out if we should do a podcast. Yeah, do you, do you have your do you have your backstory ready? <laughs> yeah, one minute. Actually, Explain your backstory. No, dude, you know? this is embarrassing. I'll I'll give it to you guys next week. We gotta we gotta go back to this. Oh, you want to get it ready? Yeah, let's go. Let's get this going. <laughs> yeah, if you if you start the YouTube stuff, you know, I could get you from zero to fifteen followers. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> now give me three hundred dollars. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, if, if you do start doing that, yeah, we could, uh, you know, do those, like, I challenge Wally and blah, 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 and, you know, we do the... Exactly, you know, I'll draw, exactly. I'll draw some slides, and then, uh, I, ha- I have a few more videos. I, I do want to, like, get back to doing some of the YouTube stuff. I have been doing it yeah. slowly. I'll tell yeah. you, like, once you get a thumb... Not that you're going to get it. Those thumbs downs, they're, oh, they're getting easier. <laughs> getting more and more slowly. But, you know, they're easier to shrug off now. The first one, yeah. real tough. Really, like, question my existence and why I'm doing this and all that. And now it's my just purpose. like, you know, I, I think they came here for, like, a good book summary. And instead Yo. they got me rambling <laughs> with like, <laughs> these terrible sketches. So, um, but but it's, it's fun to do. So... We oh. could do that, oh. you know, try to grow together in our YouTube endeavors. Exactly, let's do it. Just really quick, though, one question. Um, did you ever get the t-shirts in? Oh, right. So, this is something that we found out after the first half of this episode, if we're keeping everything straight. So, yeah. hug up on Wally, and then <laughs> uh, I think I I was just, like, scrolling through the podcast that I, like, subscribed to you. <laughs> Then I saw that question that we submitted like two two months ago or a month ago uh, oh. to Pat Flynn, one of our podcast heroes, motivations, uh, inspirations. Inspirations. Yeah. And our question got put on his daily show where it's like asking about podcasting, things like that. So we'll put a link in the show notes. It was kind of cool to hear, you know, our voices somewhere yeah. else. Oh, yeah, but... I guess you're only interested in the t-shirts. No, no. so I have, to, I have to send you the link. They did actually uh, email like this form that we need to fill out with size. And it would have been great if I was just wearing two of them. Oh, dude, I would. <laughs> Layers? Yeah. Uh, we'll have to do that. And then they, they also wanted to you know, have a picture of us wearing it. So we, we could do that. And then... Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah, we're going to do um, like a... It was good. Yeah. Sounds good, dude. Yeah. All right, cool. All right. So, so, maybe someday we'll I get to check out the studio. But yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. It's it's actually um, from what he was explaining to me to, on one of his podcasts. I think I'm really close to it. Like, uh, it's one of those industrial spots. Oh yeah. But anyways, anyway, okay. Yeah. So go back on going back to this. Um, we talked about the power of moments, right? Yeah. Why certain experiences have extraordinary impact. Um, your first day at work, I believe. I think we, we talked about, about that. We talked about yeah, like, some customer service. Customer service about the giraffe that had like cucumbers and it was like taking a picture because the kid lost it, but then they found it at the hotel. So um, that was that was one of the other ones. Um, but we forgot about crystallized despair. And what was that all about? That was a kind of like a sad one. Um, you know, do. <laughs> I guess we'll talk about it briefly. I don't want to bring the mood yeah. of the podcast down, but uh, uh, it's no. uh, it talks about just like a low point where you decided, you know, now I'm going to make the change in my life. I think we did talk about this, and this is usually where like nah. you um, then after that you have the montage of trying to improve yourself. It's like in uh, 500 Days of Summer, he hits the low where uh. he's just in a robe and he's holding the half gallon of milk, and then <laughs> you know things, things happen, and then he finally decides like. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna clean it up. I'm gonna turn my wall into a giant chalkboard and start drawing. So, right. Yeah. So, um, with crystallized despair, the thing is, it's essentially something negative that hits you 
some a, a moment of negativity that yeah. hits you really hard. Oh, here that gets you crystallization oh, of discontent. Um, here we go. Uh, so, excerpt from the book. Do you have the doc open? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to just read that? It's like the first one in italics. Uh, okay. I guess like imagine uh, a husband. Where's that uh, global discontent? Uh, nope. Wait. I'm looking at it. I'm here with you. You are? You no, no, no. First, down, uh, down. Like, b- below the, um... Like, right here. I'm highlighting it now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Situations, crystallization. Okay. Yeah. It's a dramatic moment when an array of isolated misgivings and complaints became linked in a global pattern. Imagine a husband who has a ferocious outburst of temper, and in that moment his wife realizes that his outbursts aren't just bad days, as she always written them off, but a defining character trait, and a trait that she can no longer abide. That's the crystallization of discontent. Ex-cult members tend to recall uh, specific moments when their bubble bursts, when they can no longer sustain an elevated view of their cult's leader. And uh, Baumeister said that their stories reveal that they indeed suspected the truth all along, but had held their doubts in check until a focal incident made them see the broad pattern. I think that was when they were saying, like, they saw the leader do something kind of weird, and they're like, wait, what? <laughs> right, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Out of the routine, and then um, that's when they started break getting uh, realizing this is, like, some phony situation. But, um, yeah... Okay, so let's let's kind of bring it back to to yeah. us. Yeah, has so... there ever been a yeah has there ever been a moment? <laughs> I could um, just talk about like recently in discontent. like the last month, yeah. uh, just with the podcast when we finally missed yeah. a, missed we we missed a week. You know, it yeah it didn't feel great. So I guess the turnaround there. I, th- this is like a, a positive. I, I guess like if you find out the cult leader is crazy and you realize that, then you leave it, and that's positive too. Also, it could be negative where it's like, oh, man, I spent so much time on this. So it could have been a bad thing where I'm like, oh, man, we missed a week. And it was a waste of, like, the past few months. Why did we do this at all? It's not worth it. But we took it the other way. I realized how much I look forward to doing it. And I realized it's important to get back on it. Not to experiment with trying to do solo episodes (laughs) because we're not going to do it. Uh, and it, it's, it, I'm it, still it, curious about yeah, it. Yeah, it didn't make it easy. Or like, they should be like to supplement this, but instead it was going to try to replace this, and yeah. that didn't work well. So, yeah, that was a, a a moment, and now we're back. So yeah. that, that's so, where it can um, be a good thing, right? So whenever you guys have this feeling, this is not. This is I'm I'm just kind of like spitting it out from the book but whenever you guys have a bad moment just remember that always you could f- what was it was it mr worldwide uh you could turn negative to a positive <laughs> it's like one of his lyrics yeah pitbull said that it was it's <laughs> he has he's saying that you could always have turn your negative into a positive just it just takes time um like okay referring back to us missing a podcast I, I remember calling Sess, or no, no, I'm sorry, not calling. I, I remember texting Sess and saying, dude, <laughs> what are we going back to the podcast? Because I, at the same time, um, I'm not going to lie, I felt I felt like a lot of uh, time to go sleep 
came back. Right. <laughs> so, the like, don't get me wrong. There was some positive out of it, but I did feel like I think how can I say this? I think we needed just a miniature break. Yeah. But uh, that's it. I, it's not like it was it was a bad like it was bad. Um, I just thought that if we just had a bit of a break because we were doing we we're trying to do it in seasons. What is this? If we were doing it by seasons by twelve episodes, we were cl- so close to the second se- end of the second season, basically, right? Because we just did twelve and then another twelve. But that's why I think we should still do these things by chunks and then have minish- like a break here and there. But I don't know. I feel like we did we did a good job. Um, I don't think at all that like. I think our listeners were were kind of curious what's going on, <laughs> but for the most part, we did get a negative back into a positive by coming back. As long as we come back to it, that's that's the the main. Yeah, we just got to come. As back. long as we, yeah, it does All make right, sense, so, you know. Yeah, where I yeah, so we could do twelve episodes. I don't like calling them seasons just because. Um, Why? What's wrong with that? It implies that. It, there's gonna be like one theme. It, it's oh. like in a sequence, and it all builds up. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, speaking about podcast, dude. Uh, backstory. I mean, so backstory. I got a couple songs for free on a uh, royalty-free song place. I'll I'll link you to the the songs after the show. But um, they're like lo-fi. Jazz hip hop songs. You should you should uh, check it out. I'll, I'll I'll like link you. But anyways, these could be like good songs. I'm just saying. <laughs> we, we can rap over it. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Seriously, I think you could start spitting. But anyways, going back to it's this. the power of moments. Our <laughs> skills, we just hone it. Uh, all right, dude. So show some grit. Don't eat that donut. <laughs> Show some grit. Don't eat that donut. <laughs> so, anyways, we let's go back. We were doing the first day at work. The great customer service. Yeah. Um, it's it's those moments that happen for that happen out of nowhere, out of the routine, out of everything. Even crystallized discontent, where it's something negative by a snap of a uh, a moment coming from that. You learn from a mistake, or you learn from something that just came out. Out of the pattern, there's always something that shows a moment, and that's why it's always out. Like when we are working, let's say we go to work or whatever, it's always that routine basis, right? Nothing's really happening unless I don't know the boss comes to your your cubicle and says, "Hey, good job there, dude," and then dip out. That's a that's a moment, right? You're like, "What the hell just happened?" <laughs> that's the same thing. Um, like I, for example, I got. Um, like I think it was last week, uh, a manager came up to me and said, I am doing a good job. And I always look like I have a, I I look clean cut because of my shirts always tucked in. And that's a trip just to hear that. And he just walks away. I was like, okay. Uh, so that's the thing. It's, it's another moment. It's a, it gave me positive to realize that I guess someone was noticing that I, take care of myself when I go to work. But that's good. These are these these are these moments. Um and then what we're trying to do is we're trying to get stuff out of this book to learn 
something out of these moments, right? So if I was to pull this back out, what is, uh, how can we make moments out of the show? Yeah, so I guess <laughs> in life you have like ups and downs and then, you know, right. the moments are usually at the peaks of the ups and the peaks of the downs and then scope down to an episode we need <laughs> we need to have some crazy moments something wacky has to happen or a moment of insight and <laughs> i don't know how we can create it yet but we can start thinking about it yeah what would what would the listeners be looking for in an episode so that's a good question. It's just I believe we need some interaction with our with everything that we're doing. So for example, we would say we would say, you know, uh every time in the beginning or whatever, we would say, "Hey, someone from this and this their name says, "Hey guys, you're doing a good job. Keep up the good work." Like so we're saying um we're we're reading a review and saying what they said on they could probably even talk crap about us, but that's fine. <laughs> then it's we can not, read that too. <laughs> it's not, not fine. fine. <laughs> but, yeah. but seriously, um, that's the thing. It's it's showing interaction or showing um, that we are talking to the like. Yeah. For example, the oh, here. we had a the email on. Um, we were reading a question, and that was amazing. That was a good one. Yeah. Um, unless there's a review now that you noticed. Oh no, there's not. Um, okay. <laughs> did you say? Did you say talking crap? Because this book has a part about <laughs> talking crap. Uh, so there's a good story in the book, "The Power of Moments," where it's about um, I, I, it's like a relief effort, or I don't know if it's like relief effort, but or even volunteer work. But it's something where they want they go into. I think it's I think in it India, African, India, like India. Um, India, different towns, yeah, yeah. and they need to make a change because uh, people are like, getting sick because of the water. So um, this guy goes in, and I think they're taught this demonstration, and it, it's to just like we're talking about, like to create a moment. Like a, a lot of great moments are like spontaneous and things like that. And I've been comparing it to um, you know, like sports and wrestling. So in sports, they're designed. There's like this 99% invisible episode about like. The invention of the shot clock be- helps create excitement in basketball, but also like okay. the big, the best moment in basketball is you know a buzzer beater. Like it, there's yeah, no yeah. there's no more elation or like um, despair for like another team than like losing to a buzzer beater, right? So oh, yeah, that's like a spontaneous moment in a way like that doesn't happen every game, um, but you know it, it's within the like design of the game to have a timer and things like that. So you, you know you, you don't have a buzzer beater in golf. There's no there's no timer, but there, there's different like moments there where it's like different situations. Anyway, what what I'm getting at is that those are like more spontaneous. You can't predict it. But with pro wrestling, like WWE, they design moments. Like, it, can you think of like another? I, I guess it's closer to any like performance where they create surprise and like to get an entire stadium to stand on their feet and cheer it. Right. You can go through like a boring professional, like sport sporting event where that doesn't really happen. Like it's not always going to happen where like people are losing their minds over something. Right. Um, right. Exactly. So you can design Um, these moments. Yeah. 
Right. So, like, what you're saying about WWF, uh, there's a moment I remember very well. It was when The Rock and Triple H were fighting each other. And um, it looked like... I think Rock was about to take uh, get another stunner. Or not a stunner. I'm sorry. Um, Rock bottom. What do you call it? Uh, no, no, no. Tri- Triple H was doing his pedigree move. Um, pedigree. He was doing the pedigree. Sorry, excuse me. And he was doing that. I think a third one was going to basically uh, break the neck of The Rock or something like that. Until you hear the glass breaking. Right. <laughs> Stone Cold stuff comes storming out, just booking it towards the ring, and everyone just like ah, <laughs> freaking out. Everyone's standing up, seeing that Stone Cold comes into the ring and beats the crap out of Triple H and does the stunner on him, and then The Rock is surprised, like what's going on, and then he gets stunned. <laughs> he right. gets the stunner too. <laughs> And then the and then uh, Stone Cold just flicks everyone off, and that's it. It was game over. It was it was the craziest. It was so ridiculous. But that was a moment I remember so well. Um, that's like what you were just saying. So I just wanted to add that in there. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Yeah. And how this relates to uh, saving sick people is that. <laughs> Uh, they, they, these like uh, relief workers would they they learned this like design moment. Um, so they would gather people in the town, whatever, or the village, and they would say, um, "Let's." If you scroll down, there's this. Uh, yeah. Okay, we can we can try to act this out. From now on, me and Wally will act out a different part of, of a book. <laughs> so. This is me. I'm the relief worker, and I'm asking you. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give you some water. Are you comfortable drinking it? I show you this this water, this glass of water. Are you comfortable drinking it? Where are you? At the very bottom. Probably very, very, very bottom. Okay. All right. Uh, hey, would you be comfortable right. drinking this? No. No, no, you're supposed to say it, and she says yes. Hey, oh. would you be comfortable drinking this? You said at the very bottom. No, I'm no, looking no, no. at this. Yeah, like the, the last section, but the top of the last section. The top of the last section. S- someone provides <laughs> the water. That's some, I'm pretending to be there the someone. Is, there All it right. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, here's the water. Hey, would you be comfortable drinking it? Provides the water. He walks over the pile. <laughs> Hands the glass to villager asking it. Man refuses. No, 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 no. Someone provides the water. There it is. Okay, jeez. Ask woman if she... And she says yes. No, we're, okay, we're go for to, it. All right. From the top. All right. Gosh. Now I have this glass of water. Hey, would you be comfortable drinking it? Yes. <laughs> hey, all the other villagers, would you uh, also be comfortable drinking it? Uh, yes. Oh, man. Let me rip a piece of hair from my head. What's in my hand? A hair. Can you see it clearly? Uh, no, not really. It's just, like, one strand. And now I walk over to a pile of crap near the meeting area, and I dip my hair into it. Hopefully I have gla- uh, Hopefully I have gloves on. Now, I grab the same glass of water, and I plunge that same dirty hair into it, and I swirl it around. 
Now I hand it to you. You can't really see it. It's still clear, you know? It's not It's not brown. Um, I pass I pass it back to you. Do you want to drink this? No. That's weird. It's clear water. And I pass it to everyone else, and they refuse. Why do you refuse? Because there's crap in it. Oh, man. That's weird. How many legs does a fly have? Six. Right. And they're all serrated. Do you think flies pick up more or less crap than my hair? More. Do you see flies in your food? Yes. Do you throw that food out if the fly is on it? No. Then what are you eating? So, crap. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's called an ignition moment. Got it. That's good. That's so you're basically breaking it down step by step, and it's already getting there to that moment. It like it's. It always feels like it's already known. Probably after the that second question, as he plunges the hair in the poo. Right. You could see That's, like uh, uh, see what they're getting like, at. I can right? see his. Yeah, yeah. You, your mind's already like turning. I'm like, oh. So yeah, that's um an ignition moment. So what? Basically, it's a it's a way of breaking down a series of questions with something that's already known, right? Yeah, I, th- I think the ignition moment is more so just like. Um, I'm not finding oh, anything whoa. for that. What? <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Um, yeah, an ignition moment I think is something that like kickstarts uh, a lot of action. So you want to have these ignition moments to like. Um, build up a lot of energy and a lot of like buy-in from people so that you can move forward with something and then always like refer back to it and it, it is something where like this could also be one of the moments like the crystallization of discontent like we talked about like it's something that you can keep remembering when you're demotivated you don't have motivation or you don't have inspiration and you don't want to do something so um, right think about like your ignition moments in life can you think of one Huh. That really motivated you, I guess. Um. Oh, it's, um, well, something that got me from this book, to be honest, is when he was breaking down, it was one of the chapters that said, um, following your passion shouldn't be called following your passion. It's follow your purpose. And the way it is, is when you find your purpose in life or which, whenever you are working onto something, Remember that you have a purpose, and it's something that you have to figure out on your own, and something that you have to hold on tight and keep working at it. So, uh, when I started, for example, the ignition moment was when I got my first paid job for something that I loved doing, right? And that's when I was like, wait a second, this is actually feasible. I could actually make money out of what I'm doing. Holy crap, is this real? <laughs> and what I did is it's just, I was looking back at everything that I was doing, and it's just like, you know, Instagram videos, or it's all these moments I, I was just documenting for fun. And then someone says, I'll pay you for this, for a video. And that's, that's like, I guess... A moment. I don't know if that's much of an ignition moment, but I think it is. Um, 
Okay. You can always so, remember, like, yeah. yeah, the first time you got paid for making a video. Yeah, so that was my first payment, and it motivated me to, re- like, to make more consistency, or, like, more polished videos, and it always, I always look back at it, and I'm just like, I can't believe they paid me, <laughs> and the the great thing is it just, how can I say this, it just got me pushing harder, and don't get me wrong, I, I see the negative of other people doing way better than me and all that stuff, but it pushes me to give, like, a good job for that video, and it, and that it always just brought it back to that same video. I'm like, I got to do better and better and better and just keep working at it. So that's an, yeah, that's, yeah, that's an ignition moment. What about you? I think, oh, I, I guess uh, it's kind of like combined. I, I think about this a lot when um, I'm trying to do like the workouts and think about like why that's important to me is last mm-hmm. year I was having some knee issues and I remember I was at work and there was this, stairway and i was thinking like you know i'm gonna take the other way because i don't want to use the stairway and <laughs> it was four steps and that's when <laughs> and you know it, it wasn't that i was tired it was just like i wasn't like tired or like i guess like there's some late i wouldn't even say it's like laziness it was just i knew that it would hurt my knee to use it and i was just thinking like you know uh-huh. I, I you know we joke we're old right because we're not teenagers anymore but I, right, I shouldn't be skipping four stairs because of my body, right? And that that's some a moment I always think about is like that's when it became more important to me to like start thinking about like mobility instead of just <laughs> getting jacked, which you know like, <laughs> um, I ha- I haven't done either. But a lot of times it's been like, oh yeah, I want to try to put muscle on, lose fat. But after that, I started um, looking into like yoga and. Um, yeah, you know, and that's why I do like kettlebells and things like that. It's, it seems like it's less likely that I'll hurt myself. So, and I realized, yeah, you know, that a lot of that came through trying to lift very heavy weights with bad form for time. So, um, that that's like a. I'm always surprised yeah. about that because of um, like I don't know what got you into kettlebell training. It's just I always, I, I always see it at the gym as people doing it. I'm just like, I don't get me wrong, I, I, it's cool and all. I, I think just the barbell's my way. <laughs> yeah, I think but, um, I think that um, if if you're trying to get stronger, like use barbells, is mm. um, like that's that's probably like the quickest path. That I'm for sh- for sure that's like the quickest path. Gotcha. Um, yeah. It, it, there's some yeah. I'll just talk about kettlebells for a second. It's like there, there's a nice <laughs> like uh, simplicity. No, no, no. There's like simplicity yeah. to it uh, where there isn't a ton of weight option. Like y- you can only go up in these like very fixed amounts, like by four kilograms and or kilos or whatever I'm supposed to say. Anyway, um, so I do like some of that simplicity and then um, the conditioning of it is i guess like good i don't know i I still haven't i I can't speak to like the great effects it's had on me because i haven't done it that long i feel like you've done that for a a while though i I think i've taken it like more seriously in the past month so yeah okay okay 
Anyways, um, let's go revert back. So we talked about the first day at work, the crystallized dis- uh, discontent, the great customer service, and then the uh, the village of the poo in the hair. <laughs> right. Um, and ignition moments. So anything that you want to bring back out of the book of Power Moments? Did you have like anything out of the book that, that got you thinking a little more positively? I'll just say, like, check it out. It's a, it's a really good book. If you liked Made to Stick, uh, it just has good stories in it, and it does make you start thinking about moments. And I guess um, one, like, objection you might have to the book is, or I, I guess this is, like, something that I thought about is, like, um, just, like, what what is a moment, right? And a moment, <laughs> in a lot of cases, like, you think it's just, like, an instant, right? But I think the book takes this approach that a moment is relative to like the bigger time scale that you're working in so yeah may- maybe like a few seconds of this podcast cr- is considered a moment but this this episode might be a moment in the history of like all of our episodes combined so it's just like right. um look at yeah the, the moments that you have in whatever you're working on excellent yeah. uh, i got a question for you are these moments supposed to be memorable or can it just be like, uh, things that you could just do out of the blue? I think they are... Yeah, I mean... They they can be both, I think, I feel like. like yeah. I, I don't think, yeah. like, memorable and out of the blue are things that can't be done together, like... Like, uh, differently, right? Or yeah, together, exactly. right? So... Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I did make... I just remember I made that a YouTube video uh, about this, where, like, if... it Just in your day-to-day, if you find yourself like i think this has to do with like your perception of time and time seems to go really fast when you're in a routine completely in a routine and you're doing the right. same thing every day like day in and day out it's it's good for accomplishing a goal but it can be bad for like looking back and like really like valuing the journey and things like that so it's important right. to build in some moments and like plan out times to get out of your routine um things like that like like you said like bring it back to earlier having a break uh say every 12 episodes um yeah, yeah. Or, okay yeah. so um i'd like to to say something out of the book uh the power of moments made me kind of like positive in a way that i like making moments um and to the listeners out there, like it's not giving you guys advice, but these little tips from the book: make your own moments, make your make your way. Like it could be anything. Um, like if you're at work, if you're doing your routine work, maybe buy some lunch for your friend or your coworker, or maybe make a moment for them. Or like, for example, uh, I go and get sushi with my coworker after work. Uh, we treat each other out here and there, but out of out of the times what we went to a sushi restaurant like after work it was crazy um the it was a moment that we both enjoyed because we had beers and sushi it was it was it was great um but bringing it back if you need to make a moment to make your routine less annoying do it um make someone else's day happier make your your day happier Making a moment of someone else will make a moment for you. Like, hey, guess what I did? I helped this guy out. I put, I found his giraffe and I took pictures for him. Like, that's 
that's making a moment for you and for that person, both positively, and you could even make it negative, but remember, it's always about the positivity. Um, another thing is, if you want to ignite something, you have to be, you have to execute. YouTube videos, what Sess and I are planning on doing, or what we're trying to get back to, this is going to be a big moment for us, of course. Um, me, I, I'm trying to find uh, new ways to, to develop more moments out of my videos. I, I'm, I mean, I went off-roading. Who does that? I, <laughs> I, I'm making a moment for myself. I am trying to get more moments out of this year. Um, and I, I'm safe to say that this is the best year of my life. Uh, like, I would... <laughs> so, make moments for yourselves. Make it positive. Make other people's moments. Out of all, all this, Sess. Uh, Give me a hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, dude. Uh, um, that's call awesome. action, dude. That was great. Yeah. That, that uh, might yeah. be one of the great moments on this podcast that we've ever had. Um, <laughs> I mean it. I mean it. That was really, that was Thanks, really good. Appreciate um, it. That made me think, you know, I got to, I got to go harder. I got to go hard. I got to show more pride in these YouTube videos. I can't just put garbage up and then expect people to like it. I need to be motivated by it. <laughs> Take those thumbs down and <laughs> shine them up real nice. Walk them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So, uh, Sus, where can we find you, dude? ActiveRecall.co or ActiveRecall on Twitter. Excellent. Yeah, what about and, you? Um, oh, you guys can find me. Well, I should be going back to it, but you can find me at WalterAmedia.com. And, um, yeah, tune in next week, guys. We're going to be pushing hard. Uh, what was the book again called? Uh, Seth? The Power of Moments, Why Certain Experiences Have Extraordinary Impact by Chip Heath and Dan Heath. All right, guys, that was our book of the month. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I think we're done, dude. I think that's pretty good. And, and cut. Cut.